Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 13 of the Horror Stands podcast. I'm Matt. Hey, this is Steve. And today we are covering 2010's A Nightmare on Elm Street. We sure are. Not to be confused with our last episode, or a few episodes ago, when we did the original. Well, yeah, like five episodes ago. Oh, yeah. Are you still getting Friday the 13th and Nightmare confused? No, no, this time... They're all the same to you. Michael Myers, Jason, Friday. It's all just one person. Let's be real here. (laughs) No, I'm, I'm just surprised we're getting to 13 now. We're getting some double-digit episodes now. It was a missed opportunity for us to not do Friday the 13th this episode, yeah. but we're not always the brightest. Yeah, we, we'll we think of an, another opportune number. <laughs> Next and time we'll get a number that correlates with the movie better, we promise. Yes, please don't stop listening. Episode 47 will be for 47 meters down. Is that a movie? It is, or for forty-seven meters down, uncaged, which is also a movie. Oh shoot! So we have a little while on that one. That's a lot of episodes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So I thought it was finally time for us to do a great a movie. Bad, <laughs> yeah, great. A bad movie, in my opinion. I don't know what Matt thinks about this movie. He could think this is, you know, Citizen Kane for all I know, but. Um, hopefully you didn't. Did you, did you enjoy this, did this I, masterpiece? Um, it was fr- there I was frustrated at times with it. I, I kept comparing it to the original, which that's what you're going to do. And I, obviously the original is They just kept doing stuff from the original, but not as good. Yes. And I want to make it perfectly clear. I'm not anti-remake at all. I was so excited for this movie when it came out. I thought it looked good. I thought they cast Freddy good. Um, so I was pumped for it. I even, I'll have to admit, the first time I saw this in theaters, I convinced myself it was decent. But I have the Blu-ray. I should maybe throw that out. Um, <laughs> use it as you, coaster. I'm going to use it as coaster. Um, I convinced myself it was good because I was I wanted to like it so bad, if that makes any sense. <laughs> and now, of course, I know the truth. It's crap. Yeah, it wasn't my favorite. It, definitely, it had so much potential. You know You know what? I'll I can, you. That's why your frustrating comment yeah, makes sense. Yeah, that's, that's what it, they had a lot that they could have done. But did they? No. <laughs> they did not. No. This this for me is I'd say worse than the blob. You don't hate the blob. Not that I hate the, not that I hate the blob. <laughs> but just putting putting it out there for the record. This would be your least favorite we've covered. Uh, it, it's easily mine. Yeah, I'd I'd say so. I got towards the end I got a little bored. I, I was bored throughout the entire thing. There's no <laughs> energy, excitement. It it feels like a cash grab. Our, soulless. Our main it's soulless. Ca- our main characters are kind of blah, it seemed like. Yes, there's a reason why they call, yeah, Rooney Mara, they call her Snoozy Mara. Aww. Okay, well, we'll get, in, we'll get into that. Yeah. We'll get into her performance. So, <laughs> so this was produced by Platinum Dunes, Michael Bay's production company. Before this, in 2003, they did the Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake, which is actually very good. And they did the year before this, the Friday the 13th remake, which in my opinion, I don't know, do I want to spoil my opinions on these movies? Um, it's better than this, at least. Okay. So we have that. <laughs> and then, So you're thinking it couldn't have gotten much worse. Right. Third time's charm. <laughs> Not so much. And they also did the Hitcher remake, which is very mediocre. But yeah, so they hired Samuel Bayer to direct this music video director like he did a lot of green day music videos okay and they're good like he's got talent but they basically hounded him until he agreed to do it he didn't see any of the originals he didn't care about them That's which funny. is the big first mistake why would you hire somebody to direct such a beloved movie mm-hmm. remake who has no passion for it and i could completely feel that right while watching this yeah i feel like there's got to be someone Someone else out there willing to direct it who would have, you know, they're, they're basically like this guy it. can do cool visuals, so we mm-hmm. want him. It's so dumb. Was, they 
Poor choice. <laughs> yes. And they didn't consult Wes Craven at all. He was against this remake because, I mean, they didn't even ask him his opinion at all, mm. which another strike <laughs> against you. Um, screenplay by Wesley Strick, who did a few good movies. He did a Cape Fear remake that Martin Scorsese directed and Arachnophobia, iconic. And Eric Heisener, hopefully I'm saying that right, who did... The Thing prequel slash remake, which wasn't very good, and Final Destination 5, which is good. Um, but they had a lot of, like, you know, studio, constant studio notes or people just changing things whenever they want it on the set. I have a quote from Eric Heisner. He said, on the first day I came on set, a crew, a crew member told me, in this scene for the two leads, we decided there wasn't enough dialogue. So we took, so we took some dialogue from page 87 and put it here. In case you're wondering, that's not how it works. <laughs> <laughs> oh. so, so, yeah, the right, you know, at least he wasn't very happy with how the movie came out either. Yeah. It was just a lot of hands, I think, in the... In the pot, in the kitchen, what do they say? What's the, the saying? The, the there's a lot of multiple hands in the pot. <laughs> Yikes. That's not good. That's not a yeah. good quote. It made good money at the box office. They had a $35 million budget, which is pretty high for this kind of movie. I don't really see it on the screen. Mm-hmm. Definitely not in the shitty CGI. Um, I mean, it Chapter 1 had a $35 million budget. That movie looks so much better than this. But it made $32 million opening weekend, which is you know, pretty big, but then it had a 72% drop the next week. Oof. If that shows you the word of mouth was not good. That, that's a hard um, But I mean, it still made 117 million worldwide for them not to do a sequel. They were pretty much like, okay, nobody liked this. Mm-hmm. And we know how much studios like money. They were like, we can't make a sequel to this because <laughs> nobody, nobody's going to show up for the sequel. Aww. But yeah, it's, um, but yeah, you didn't. So you weren't a fan overall. I was not a huge fan, but I will say I did Google afterwards to see if there was a sequel, just because I wanted some closure. Yeah. So, so it wasn't. Necessarily- you were thirsty for yeah to see more Nancy Thompson. Yeah. As played by Rooney Mara, legendary actress. <laughs> yes, I, I just wanted to know the next step. I guess where they would have gone. Not necessarily that I really enjoyed watching it. I was curious. Curiosity killed the cat, I guess. It almost killed me rewatching this. Um, so you probably watch a lot of horror movies. Me, I mean, like rewatch them just for fun before, like before doing this, right? Right. Like I was dreading hitting play on this one. <laughs> so when's the last time you thought, "Let me rewatch this"? It's probably been like six years ish since i've seen this so so it's been a while it's been a while because you know yeah if i like a movie i'll rewatch it like 500 times yeah like so that's pretty telling Mm -hmm. but even this opening scene this opening scene was reshot originally it was this party scene like which they haven't released for some reason where dean the character who gets killed in this scene like everybody's having this huge pool party and he he falls from the house and i don't know but i don't really like this opening scene that much his death is kind of cool yes like it looked good it made me cringe Mm -hmm. but those visual effects (laughs) yeah (laughs) um but it feels very like they're all in this like diner it feels very like riverdale riverdale wasn't even out yet but it's very like cw teen show to me um i don't know what it is but like None of the characters have like any chemistry or they're not even like friends. Like you don't even really know what their relationship mm-hmm. was with each other. And I don't know. Well, we do have Kyle Gallner in here. So we do mainly Kyle Gallner movies in this podcast, apparently, because <laughs> Jennifer's Body, Five Cream, and this. So maybe our next movie can be another Kyle Gallner. He wasn't in Friday the 13th, but no, he three, should have been. No, three out of 13. Oh, three okay. Out of 13 episodes. That's, that's maybe pretty we'll, good. Maybe it'll be in the, the new remake. He's our fave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this this first scene, I don't know. The the way it looked kind of reminded me of Saw. It was very Saw ass, just the, the visuals. I don't know if it's just like dark and metal. That's what did it. This, like this movie kitchen. is very. I mean, this isn't. I wouldn't say this is a bad looking movie. It looks like a movie. 
you know, well-produced, but it's mm-hmm. too slick, maybe. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I miss the atmosphere from, you know, the 84 version. It's just too too clean, if that makes any sense. I, I get what you're putting down. But then, like, this funeral scene, like, we get this lame jump scare. This movie is so full of lame jump scares. Like, I don't mind a jump scare if it works, but it's just, like, we need to wake the audience up. I think there was one that was, I was like, okay, not bad, but not this one. (laughs) No, not this one. And like just everything that happens in the beginning of this movie just seems like it's too fast. Like we're almost like in the middle of the movie, Mm -hmm. you know, and the whole movie just seems like the cut from scene to scene, like just trying to get everything out of the way. I don't know. Yeah. It's almost like we, we had these iconic moments in the first one. We need to show them in this one, and they just go from moment to moment, and there's ne- never a little like moment of reprise, like, oh, okay, we're done. Right. They're like, audiences just need everything fast. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> like, The one thing I did kind of like about this is that throughout the movie, and later on they get into it, is how it, it starts explaining s- stuff a little more. So Dean, uh, like in the very fir- first scene, uh, Chris, it's Chris, I believe, right? Yes, yeah. I don't know why she's not named Tina. Yeah. Other than only thing I can think of is maybe they were trying to make us think maybe she would survive, which she should have over mm-hmm. Nancy. Like, what if that they? Been a good what surprise. if they had done that? What if Nancy died in the first thirty minutes, mm-hmm. and then Chris, aka Tina, was our final girl? That, that would have been cool. That would have yeah, something a little different, you know. But that I, the only the other thing I thought. Uh, why they maybe changed the name Tina to Chris is just because maybe Tina wasn't as popular of a name. It was probably that. Time. They're like, you know, yeah, teens so we'll aren't named Tina. Yeah, so we'll, <laughs> we'll switch, it, switch it to Chris. But it, yeah, so this the first scene, Chris sits down with Dean and she says, oh, it looks like you haven't slept in three days. And that's like brought up later in the film. It's like, oh, that they do kind of a nice callback to that because mm-hmm. he's trying to, you know, stay awake, stay awake, stay awake because obviously you, you fall asleep as Dean does. You get... You get Freddy. You get off in this Riverdale diner. <laughs> and like going back to like scenes just happening, we get a recreation of the CG of the wall from uh, the original. It looks so garbage. Yeah, it was not good. Because we talked about it in that episode how real that looked because it was real. Mm-hmm. And it's it was almost just like they're checking it off, like the scene just kind of happens. Yeah, there's no real build up to it. it right? Just, they're like, they're like, we have to have that scene because it's mm-hmm, iconic, mm-hmm. and there's like no thought or effort put into it. And then like immediately we cut to the next scene. But that's some of the worst CGI I've seen in like a mainstream movie. Disgraceful. <laughs> not not a good look. Yeah, I'm surprised it because you know you, you we have been talking about it here and there, and I was prepared. I like knew what I was getting into watching this. But I didn't think it they'd do it that dirty. <laughs> they did. <laughs> and they did. And then like we have like the scene with Chris going in the attic, we get another lame jump scare. I'm probably gonna say that a lot in this <laughs> lame jump scare, lame jump scare. Um like I kinda do like the shot where Chris is in the in the classroom and like all the kids kind of like explode into ash. That mm-hmm. looked cool. But then, and there's a lot of like, in another movie, I call them homages, but they just seem like ripoffs, like laziness. Like there's a scene where she's like going through her textbook and then it's like turning into like um, different like creepy pictures. Mm-hmm. Like that was something similar in Freddy versus Jason as is when like she runs out of the classroom and then it's the classroom again, but reversed. Mm-hmm. It was done in Nightmare 4 okay. and Butter, but... Like, there's something, like, these scenes could have been cool, maybe, but it just seems like, all right, we're just, I don't know, there's no sense of, there's no sense of suspense or anything. They just happen quickly. Mm -hmm. Now, this is the last Nightmare on Elm Street that was made? Uh, Yes, because now it was in rights issues for a long time. I think Wes Craven's estate has the rights now, Mm -hmm. so I think it's just a matter of who they want to sell them to, Mm. so... Hopefully not these people. <laughs> what a big fail. They give it to them again. 
They're yeah. like, we promise we won't mess it up this time. Nope. Nope. Sorry. You guys, you guys can't do worse. Oh, Michael Bay. Just, 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 just <laughs> keep making your movies with the explosions. Another Turtles movie. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> okay. So I don't know if we just want to get into um, Jackie Early Haley's portrayal as Freddy. So what did you think? Uh... I guess this isn't really knock against him as much. My first big thing with Freddy is just his face. I was, right. I wasn't yeah. a huge fan of his design, but that's not. So really they wanted to. They wanted it to resemble more of an actual burn victim, which I guess in theory is cool. They didn't want to like copycat the original, but yeah. at the at the end of the day, I'm like, does it look good? I'm like, no, not really. And I feel like he looks different, like from scene to scene too. Like there's no consistency. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Like and sometimes there's obvious CGI on his face. Sometimes there's not. It's yeah, no. Like when when he oh, there's one scene in particular we'll get to when he's like hidden in shadow more. He does look creepy to me, mm-hmm. but he's not in shadow a lot. So no. <laughs> they didn't do it any favors. Overall, I thought uh, his performance wasn't terrible. It really wasn't. It was okay. I thought he. Did, I think I he, he is the least well of this job. movie's problems. Yeah. Honestly, I think he did as good of a job as he could have done with the script mm-hmm. and this director. Like, I don't really. And he also seems like a, almost a different character from scene to scene. Like, I don't really get a good grasp on mm-hmm. who he is. Like in the original movie. So again, it's the writing. Like he did as good as a job as he could. Yeah, there are definitely some lines that he delivered where he just seems very menacing and I, and I like that right. aspect he's got of like it. this creepy pedo vibe which um we'll get into that too which yeah be, maybe um, but he's there's a few good lines here or there mm-hmm. but like we get a couple of like awkward scenes too like chris arrives home and her dog's outside and she lets the dog in i'm just like okay I don't know if that's the setup than when she's dreaming and the dog's outside. I mean, I didn't need that. It's just awkward. And then even awkward, more awkward is like she's going to go up to the attic again. And then her mom comes out and she's like, what are you doing? Nothing. Then the mom's like, I'm going to London. Oh, and then, yeah. then she's like, okay. And then the scene cuts. It's so just, they just so want weird. They just, just know she's going to be home alone. Yeah. Was, they want you to know. Right, it's like these people. This crew is just like, let's get these scenes done. They're just like, <laughs> oh, and and another thing with with this whole thing with Chris, uh, she keeps you know seeing visions of of what we find out later is herself as a child, and she's in this blue dress that looks like it's taken straight from The Shining. Right, because these kids aren't from like the fifties. Yeah. So I don't know why she has this. She has like o- like overalls or something. You know, I'm trying to think of something. Cause yeah, I didn't even think about that. That's weird. Yeah, they're probably just like this is like typical creepy little girl gear that they would wear. So we're gonna have her wear it, even if it doesn't make sense. Yeah, definitely didn't. Because at 2010, uh, I would have been in high school at this point, almost like, pretty much graduating, and I'm thinking what I would wear and probably what other people would have worn. I don't think yeah, I think they dress. just thought they think they just thought it was more cinematic. Yeah. But then again, the blue dress comes up in the when she's in the attic there and she finds it and it's slashed. Yeah, and she's portrayed by Katie Cassidy, the remake queen. She was in this remake, Black Christmas remake, and the When a Stranger Calls remake. So she likes to do remakes. Um Soon for that cash. <laughs> she Can't blame her, I guess. I mean, everybody was just doing this movie for the cash, let's be honest. Oh, but I don't yeah, we might as well get into Rooney Mara and her comments after making this movie. Oh. Um, she pretty much said that like she, you know, she auditioned and right mm-hmm. after audition she was like fuck i think i got that she (laughs) she, she's like i did good like she she didn't really want to do the movie i'm like well okay then maybe you shouldn't have (laughs) you could always back out i feel like (laughs) and in her defense like she can be a good actress she was in the uh girl with the dragon tattoo remake david fincher she was great in that Mm -hmm. but she's she didn't want to be there and you could tell and just them making Nancy this kind of lonely artist emo type 
it's just not as compelling as the original girl next door, you know, lovable badass. Yeah, she didn't. I mean, she gets her flight on later on, but in the beginning, she's just yeah. What the? What? That's no. You your performance right there had more energy than (laughs) she gave in this entire movie. Snoozy Mara. Well, another thing they did, Freddie's voice. I, it was a little too overdone for me. I think that's just his voice, but that really creepy. Yeah, that, that thing. It's kind of Batmanish. It maybe. is Batmanish. Well, I want. I, I don't know. Kristen Bale came in and dubbed his voice over me. He's uncredited. <laughs> he didn't want a credit. He's like, no, 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 don't put me in there. I'm good. Just pay me. Just, just give me like twenty. Bucks. Like everybody who made this movie, just pay me. Yeah. Their, if the check's good, we'll do it. They use like a pseudonym for their actual names. <laughs> <laughs> then we get a scene kind of similar from the beginning parts of the original where Chris kind of wanders outside. I do like Freddy's line of like, I was just petting him about the dog. That was pretty then good. Then we get like the shot of him laughing in the shadows where he looks really creepy. So, yeah. Scene. <laughs> yeah, it's not a spotlight on him. Much more creepy. And then, you know, I think she wakes up or she thinks she wakes up. And then we get another kind of rip off of part five where she thinks spoilers for part five, Matt. But you'll forget about this by the time we get to that. Probably. <laughs> we got a while. Yeah. Um, and also, I want to mention that's why, you know, I wanted to do this episode now because you had the original fresh in your mind. Yes. You know, and you don't really need to see the sequels, obviously, for the remake. So. Mm. Um, but yeah, she like goes back into bed and it's not her boyfriend or her form. I don't even know what they are. Cause I didn't care. <laughs> ex has her ex. He's, he's just there for her. The character's just there in general, <laughs> but <laughs> which who wouldn't be <laughs> right. But then she goes down and it's Freddie, which is, you know, from part five. And then we get this awesome recreation of Tina's original death. So I- much better. I, I I wouldn't say it's better, but I, I think, I'm being sarcastic. Okay, <laughs> I I liked it. I like obviously it wasn't as good as the original because that was more practical. You but, could tell there was wires. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, like I thought she was like Keanu Reeves in the Matrix or something. Wow. Yeah, it's just like there was just no effort put in for me. It's still a lesser version of the original. Oh yes. So I'm like, if you're not gonna do it right, then just do something completely different. But I felt, I felt the the wall scene was much more egregious than this one than this remake. You mean that scene they recreated here was better? Yes. Yeah, but it's faint praise, right? Like yeah. <laughs> you're, still, you're trying, you're being too nice to these I'm, people. I'm you're, like, you're, you're like they tried a little bit more. I do like. Um, like she finally like wakes up and she like gasps and then the slashes go across her. Mm-hmm. That was cool. Mm-hmm. Like maybe if they did more of that, she was kept getting like slashed, mm-hmm. like invisible slashes. That would have been interesting. But then we have, um, our boy, Kyle Gallner. Um, <laughs> he's like in the library and then like the bookshelves are like shaking on the side, which I didn't like. Um, I do kind of like him going in and he sees Freddie sitting in the library with all the kids surrounding him. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, cool. But then what do they do? They ruin it with the lame jump scare. <laughs> <laughs> they just can't do anything right. They're tr- they're trying to set up a nice atmosphere for something and then they just... They're like them. audiences nowadays. They just, they can't just do creepiness. They need a jump too. That doesn't even work. <laughs> You're like, that's the one jump scare they got me, Steve. Oh, I got I got to I think there was one that got me. I'll have to see. There's one later on. I got to, I got to see if I remember exactly where it was. Yeah, me too. I got got it down here. (laughs) I definitely forgot most of this movie, even though I just watched it two days ago. So (laughs) I'll definitely be consulting my notes, (laughs) but I think we're like at the prison because they think, what, what is his name? Even Jesse, I think. Is it it Jesse? Thomas Decker plays him that I know. And it looks like he's wearing a lot of eyeliner, but you do, you Jesse. Oh, I wonder is it Jesse? Because Jesse was a character, a major character in part two, if that was a callback. Oh. Watch this whole time. It's call- not are you hundred percent sure it's Jesse? I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure it's Jesse. Okay, that must have been a callback to 
Mark Patton in part two. Okay. But he's in prison. Then he has the nightmares in the boiler room and he finds Chris's body, which you can't even tell is Chris. I'm like, thank God somebody said it. I'm like, obviously <laughs> they couldn't get the real actress there for that scene. Cause it's just like a bi- random body sitting there, but whatever. <laughs> then we get the glove, like shooting straight out from his back, which it's just so lame to me. And again, another ripoff of Freddy versus Jason, which was the prior movie before this. It wasn't even like, you know, one of the first few. Yeah. It's the last movie before this. I'm like, there's no inspiration here. Why are they making a callback to a movie that, just came out you have all this you have and there'll the, be more too i'm not done with those freddy versus jason callbacks well i guess we should have done freddy versus jason before this <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's not great but it's more fun than this that's for sure that's, did you see freddy versus jason no that isn't i have spoiled myself by well it's been a while since i've seen what actually happens but i did watch the ending on the internet at one point but i was very intrigued to watch the movie now you probably watched the best part <laughs> <laughs> um but then we get a part that I do like. I will give praise when it's due. Like how Jesse is still alive and Freddy's like something like the heart still is alive for six minutes. So he's basically going to torture him for those six minutes. Mm-hmm. That's cool. That's creepy. That was something that was original. Creepy Freddy. You go movie. I like that. You did something good. Pat on the back. One to like 60. <laughs> <laughs> And also this whole parents hiding thing story is pretty dumb to me that all of these kids have like collective amnesia. It seems um, very convenient to me. Like I could see maybe a few of them, but the entire class, no. Yes, someone would have remembered. I mean, I don't remember everything from when I was five. Five, but I do remember a few things. Granted, I haven't had a lot of trauma in my life, so that also helps. But if I remember, it doesn't seem like all the kids were treated equally, if that makes sense. You know um, what I mean? You mean like Freddy had its, his, his favorites, favorites, like Nancy? Yeah. That was a per- kind of disturbing line when <laughs> the mom's like, you were his favorite. Yeah, like... <laughs> you go, girl. <laughs> yeah, you you know what? When you were like four or five, you were this gardener's favorite. <laughs> oh, That's this gar- creepy gardener that they let him hang out with all the time. Like, I'm sorry. They wouldn't be doing this, letting him hang out in his basement, his creepy basement and all this. C- come on. Even if he did. People. Right? <laughs> um, so, yeah, we have. You know, Nancy's picked out as one of the favorites, but you're telling me all the other kids have the same trauma? Like you said, it just doesn't... Someone would remember something, it seems like. It's really dumb, and the parents aren't even good at hiding it. Like, at the funeral, isn't there the mom... You have, like, the collage of Dean's pictures, and one of them has Chris in it, which she notices. Like, come on. And then the mom has, like... um, Sam's mom's box from Scream 5 in the attic. Um, we'll just call it plot device boxes hidden in the attic oh. so kids can <laughs> discover what happened in the past. Um, come on, you, you people can do better. <laughs> then we get another awesome recreation of the bathtub scene. Ooh. Like, again, it was just seemed like they were checking it off. Like, she's not even dragged under the water, anything new. He just puts his arm out. And then puts it back, and it's over. See, I so when that happened, I was like pissed. I was like, "What the heck? That was it." But then it went on a little more, didn't it? No, more to it. That was it. Well, what guess, did you see? Well, they had the well, that's like the second part to the later on. But but she's not in the bathtub at that no. point, so it doesn't count. No, but I, I did like how I was expecting something really cool. And they didn't do it there. Granted, it wasn't really cool what they did, but they pushed it off a little later, sort of thing. So they didn't go. I just thought it was laziness. Like, if you're not going to go further, (laughs) if you're not going to go further, then don't bother, in my opinion. It was a bit of a letdown at first to watch it. I was a little happy that they brought it back, but uh, like a a little bit, like in the next scenes later on. But Mm -hmm. I still would have liked a full bathtub scene. I'm sure they could have figured out something cool if mm-hmm. they actually put the effort into it. Mm-hmm. We should direct a remake. 
we're doing it. Let's kickstart our Nightmare remake, please. <laughs> we'll do a remake of the 2010 remake. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> there is one thing I noticed, too, when... Oh, it's... Uh, oh, it's not Jesse. It's it's the other guy. Is it Quentin? What? You better get our boy Kyle's name right. His him he's Quentin. That one I do remember. So I wasn't sure. And I don't mind. I I don't mind his character. He's the best one in my opinion Mm -hmm. here. I think he's also trying, unlike Rooney. (laughs) It's so it's Quentin or Quentin. I couldn't quite when I was first listening to it. I couldn't quite figure it out. What did you say? Is it Quentin or Quentin? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> call him Quentin. Q. Sorry, Kyle. We'll call him Kyle. So Kyle's character. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's scrolling through and looking up in the library. He's looking up different things about dreams and things like that. And wasn't it so clever when the computer went into sleep mode? Oh, that got the me. writing Oscar worthy. <laughs> There's at one point he's on this page: the risk of sickness and insanity from what happens if you're sleep deprived and on the same page i don't i don't know if you noticed this it's got a picture of saturn devouring his son which is an iconic painting that has i believe nothing to do with dreams <laughs> so you're saying they it was a fail it seems like they just threw this random painting in there just for shock effect because it is a pretty gruesome gory painting they're just like this looks cool this and looks, gory yes Right. It's kind of like how they try to do the whole, they're like the Pied Piper, he would lure the children. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, but it's just like mentioned that nothing's really done with it. So mm-hmm. it's just, everything's just an afterthought <laughs> on the filmmaker's part. I'm just like not, I'm just, I was just so bored. Like I wasn't engaged. Like I remember like in the original, like Nancy's like trying to figure out what's going on and like you're invested in what's going, you know, what's mm-hmm. happening. And here I'm just like watching these characters just kind of walk around and they're like mope dra- around. Yeah. They're like dragging their feet, figuring out what's going on. And then the original Nancy's going all, all in like, okay, if I do this, I can try this. And Nancy's parents actually seem vested in her. Dreams oh my in the God. First okay. <laughs> they actually so- care. They cast Connie Britton and Clancy Brown, two great actors, as the parents of Nancy and Quentin, mm-hmm. or Quentin. Uh, we're not sure. <laughs> All you Nightmare uh, 2010 stands, let us know what his name is. Um, all three of you. <laughs> um, and they're just complete. These parent characters are completely wasted. Remember the mom in the original? Like she was, she was a character. Yeah. And here, like, I hope Connie got a great paycheck because she's way better than this movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we have the scene. I can't tell if I think the scene's okay or not. The where Nancy's on the internet and she like gets sees the blog p- video posts from the guy oh. who she went to school with. Like that's mm-hmm. kind of a clever idea. Like we see like different days he's getting more and more tired. Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay, so this is the one that got me. Is this the jump scare that got you? Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. <laughs> so you have to consult your notes. I you do. can't even I remember. Do. I do. Let me see here. Got to figure out who. What and, was? So she's, she's. Do you remember this scene at all? I no, I remember it because I remember the kid, like you said, getting more like psychotic as the days went on. Right and then. Like he pauses, and then all of a sudden his head smashes against the yeah. camera. Yeah, that's the one that got me. Mm-hmm. Even though I knew it was coming, <laughs> the ring jump scare could never. Nope. So I'll give them that. They got one. Yeah. Just the fifty other ones in this movie didn't work. Are you still consulting your notes? I'm still looking through. So it probably it. wasn't that one. Nope i i I do have it here, in stars. You just want to mention it now? No, no, no. It was that one. Oh, it was. It was that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The way oh. I have it written down, I just had to find where we were. Yeah. Okay. That was the one I had. We're on the, we're on the same page there. Okay. <laughs> oh, and like throughout their investigation, so they end, they end up finding out because it was Kyle's character has the dream. Quentin. 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 <laughs> Quentin, Quentin has uh, has his bathtub scene, I guess, but it's in a, what, an Olympic swimming pool that he just starts... Yes. Drowning. He's dragged into a flashback, which yeah. again is kind of 
clever, I guess. The only thing I didn't get is why is Freddy showing him? But I, they explain it a little later on, kind of, but it's, I thought it was a weak plot. How do plot they point. explain it? I don't even remember. They say, um, oh, Freddy wanted us to know what happened because he wanted us to find um, like the dark cave or whatever, which is where he would bring the children. Right. Which I'm like, okay. I, I, but I he still could have done that with Nancy, right? He could have done that with Nancy. I don't know why he picked. Quentin's the final boy. That's why. <laughs> that's true. Maybe, maybe that's he was his second favorite. <laughs> <laughs> but then we have, uh, they go and they talk to Quentin's father about it, right? Yes. And they like sympathize with Freddie. Okay. Do we want to get into this now? This whole... Is he innocent? Is he not? Bullshit. Yeah, that's that's nonsense. <laughs> it's just, it doesn't work because either they could have done something new maybe and had him be innocent, mm-hmm. but then, I don't know, that seems a little problematic. Like, all these kids were lying about being molested. That wouldn't have aged very well. No. Um, but it would have been different, and he's mm-hmm. basically getting revenge, right? Mm-hmm. Because... He was wrongly accused and mm-hmm. killed. Mm-hmm. But in this, they, it's like they want to play it both ways. And it just seems like a big waste of time. Like there's something scarier about knowing just that he was the psycho who killed people mm-hmm. and is still a psycho doing this, but in the dream world. Right. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't like it. The didn't work. Thing. And not only that you had, so when Nancy's in her bathtub scene, she gets she gets out. She uh, she she ends up in a dream, and I is that when Freddie licks her on the face? Yes, we have the scene um, where it's snowing. Mm-hmm. It's kind of cool when it's snowing in her room. It's mm-hmm. very pretty. Um, <laughs> I would just been like, cool. Um, I wonder if it's cold or is it like the blob snow? Fake snow. It's fake snow. <laughs> is it cold or is it not? Though we still don't know. Um, anyways. <laughs> Okay, yeah, in that scene, she's really doesn't seem like scared or concerned. Like she seems mildly inconvenienced getting licked by Freddie. Um, but anyways, which at that point you think Nancy and Quentin would have a discussion saying, "Quentin, like he licked my face. I think this this guy's no good. I don't think he's innocent." Right? They're de- <laughs> they're defending him, yeah. right? But it's like they know all how he's been tormenting them, mm-hmm. and he killed their friends mm-hmm. but like no no you guys our parents killed the wrong person he's innocent no it's not him even though he's killing our friends now it's so dumb yeah not not a good another not a good plot point then we get a recreation of the tina body bag scene which again they flopped on in my opinion it's just weird because first we see the body dragged like it's just like done like it's very meh like okay <laughs> I do kind of like the shot of her screaming in the body bag. It looked creepy. So yes. they expanded on that and it's different from something they did in the original, but it's like, then we just have to throw in her being dragged for like two seconds. Again, it's just like, I don't know. So we end up finding out Quentin's taking basically Adderall, not Adderall. Did you look up this drug? I did not. You didn't? Oh, I, it's Zonaril, which is, is it not a real drug? <laughs> <laughs> It's like Hypnosil and those um, Nightmare 3 stands will get that reference. God, I can't wait to cover another good Nightmare movie. Um, <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get to three eventually. Yeah. Oh, so what did you think about this whole micro naps thing? Because I feel the idea is cool, but the execution, not so much. So, oh, what they, so what they portray in the movie? Yeah. As you, um, I mean, the I, pharmacy yeah. scene's kind of cool, I guess, with like, it flashes back mm-hmm. from the dream world to the real world. Yeah. But I still didn't really feel, I don't know, I any, look, any sense of being scared. I, no. <laughs> I was just like, this is technically cool. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's like a music video, which makes sense with the director. <laughs> I liked how they explained it, though. It was like, by day three, like you're going to have a bad time. You're gonna, I think you start getting into these. And then in the very first scene, Chris asks Dean, you look like you've been up for three days straight. He's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that, and then he obviously has his micro naps. He ends up dying. 
So I I like that aspect how they kind of tied it tied it up. But I see in most of these micro naps were just used to have cheap jump scares that didn't work. Like I think at one point like Nancy's in the car and like he rips open like the car door right and like yep. throws her or something and it just no it just didn't work for me. <laughs> yeah, I they could have been done a little better. Yeah, but then we get a cameo from when Nancy's in the hospital from the original April O'Neil, Texas or uh, Texas. I was the Texas Chainsaw Turtles, um, <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the original movie, the original live action, the original. One? Yep, April O'Neil, icon. She was like the the doctor. Mm-hmm. She has to mom fill out the con- consent form, um, and then Quentin Quentin steals some epinephrine. Epi, yeah. Okay, and that irritated me too because he injects it in the car, but then he immediately has like a micro nap when Freddy's in the road. So I'm like, okay, that was pointless. Uh, really <laughs> good, good use of medication. And also, he's stealing from these poor hospital patients. They're not going to know there's no epi in there. Doesn't you know there's an epi shortage? Come on, it's on back order. Come on, Quentin. Uh, <laughs> But I think this is when they get to the school, right? And they discover his secret the, the cave. cave. Yes. And they find the pictures. This was creepy. This was a little creepy to me. It's creepy and disturbing, but yeah. I just feel like, I don't know. I'd say it's more disturbing than yeah. Okay, so originally, I don't think you know this, in the original script for the original Nightmare Freddie was a pedo mm-hmm. and murderer, but they, you know, dialed it back to just murderer. Yeah, that's intense for the eighties, right? So I, I just feel like, I don't know. I just don't know if the pedo thing's necessary. Like, because even in the original, it's maybe implied, but I don't mm-hmm. think we really need it. Yeah, I don't know if it really adds to anything, um, other than just being disturbing because this movie isn't really equipped to deal with such heavy topics you know i mean i guess it gives the parents more justification for killing freddy like they do Mm -hmm. not that not to say like being a pedo is worse or better than killing you call it a pedo (laughs) (laughs) like it's both are still like horrible things to do but yeah, like I don't know if it was. You're right. I don't think it's necessary for it. But now I think about it, he wasn't even a murderer in this. He, he was just a pedo. Yeah. I don't know. There's something I found scary about him killing the kids in the mm-hmm. original, and now still doing what he did, but with his supernatural ability. So mm-hmm. again, another thing. It's like the problem with this movie is. When they try to copy the original, they don't. It doesn't measure up. And when they try to do something new, it also doesn't really work. So it's a lose lose. They flop on both ends. (laughs) It'd be nice if at least one of those they could have done. They could have done either an original remake better or something new that was really Mm -hmm. cool, and they didn't. That's why our Nightmare on Elm Street remake remake is gonna be. The well, if we do remake a ever. remake of our remake again, <laughs> it's just a cycle. <laughs> you guys are going to head in for one hell of a series. <laughs> it's very, very meta. Uh, <laughs> I think, well, Nancy discovered that like in the original, she can probably take Freddy out of the nightmare and kill him because she got a piece of the sweater. Yes. So then she goes, she goes to sleep. Quentin's going to wake her up. He pulls a Glenn from the original and falls asleep. Mm-hmm. But um, <laughs> the epi, he needed more epi, I yep. guess. Um, and then I hate these, like, when she's in the boiler room, like, there's all these, like, blurred edges on the side of the screen. I just didn't like that at all. I think Freddy's chasing her around. And then we do, I do like this scene where she's running upstairs in the hall and then she, like, sinks into the floor and it's blood. Because yeah. that was, like, you're doing kind of what they did in the original with her Nancy on the stairs, but you're upping it, which is mm-hmm. what they should have done throughout the rest of the movie. Mm-hmm. But then also the scenes kind of deflated for me because we have Friday saying, how's this for a wet dream? Yeah, that was weird. which he said in nightmare four and it worked in nightmare four because 
at that point it was more funny. Yeah. It doesn't work with this Freddy, mm-hmm. this version of Freddy for me. So again, it's like you have, you did something cool and then you have to talk. Yeah. I was, because that's what I was saying. Oh, that's a really cool shot when you get her in the blood and mm-hmm. then he has that line. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't expecting that, but. They don't want you to get too excited in this movie. Yeah. Um, I do kind of like the, even though it's CGI, like when she comes out of like that big blood bubble and it kind of bursts on the body, they look mm-hmm. pretty good. Yeah. That's good. And this is where uh, Freddie's big reveal for his master plan. I, I bought it and I, I liked that. What honestly. was it? <laughs> it was that he basically terrorized all these other kids, killed them, uh, to, in order to force Nancy to stay awake because they've, as uh, Nancy and Quentin learned earlier, if you stay up for too long, your brain just shuts down. You go into a coma and as Quentin puts it, permanent sleep. So his master plan was to keep Nancy awake for all this time so she would be forever trapped in a dream with him. I guess that's a cool plan, but I remember, I didn't write down the line, but it was very clunky Mm -hmm. where he's like, You'll never wake up again. I forgot what it was, but it was very bad. Mm-hmm. But I guess this plan's cool, and I think it's creepy, like how she's paralyzed, and he's just kind of, you know, talking over her. Mm-hmm. We get a callback to "You're my boyfriend now," which I didn't mind that one. That was a okay callback. Mm-hmm. Um, but then he also says, "Your mouth says no, but your body says yes." The all as. Which was in Freddy versus Jason. Oh, not again. It's <laughs> I can't. I just they, was, the writers of Freddy versus Jason should get a check every <laughs> month from this movie. <laughs> that was also a, a creepy part for me. So the and that's again shows another instance where, where it's the, like it would have been creepy had it not had already existed in one of these movies. Yeah. So but luckily, you haven't seen those yet, no. so no, for it me, probably helped a little bit in some of these instances. It did. Yeah, it did, for sure. But also in that point, too, that's where like the, the pedo aspect really just kind of was a little cringy for me. It's like, your body says, yes, like, it's, it's fucked up. <laughs> yeah, it is. It really is. Um, I do think our boy Kyle, he gets one of my favorite weapons in a horror movie. It doesn't come up often, but um, it's like those big, paper shredders they used to have in school you know yeah. and like in the movies they always break it off and mm-hmm. use it as a weapon um so that's cool uh, <laughs> smart move it'll also be seen uh, in the faculty which i can't wait to cover i can't wait to cover a good movie <laughs> and um hello mary lou prom night too another banger of a movie uh, <laughs> maybe we could do that next episode we don't have to even watch part one there's nothing to do with it um <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I promise this will be the last time I mention Freddy versus Jason, but sure. we have another one. Oh, you got one more? We have one more. One more to end it? Oh, boy. What um, was this one? Well, the, so she pulls him out, right? And yeah. they're having their big fight or whatever, mm-hmm. and she gets the paper shredder thing, mm-hmm. and she says, you're you're in my world now, bitch, <sighs> another, another. which isn't well-delivered. And is also the fi- final girl of Freddy vs. Jason's line at the end of that movie. Ooh. Come on. You got to be kidding me. Nah, not good. So she like slices his throat, right? And then lights him on fire. So he's... Again. I, I <laughs> just keep lighting, lighting him up. You know, it always works, right? And then we get, I guess, another jump scare ending where they're home oh, this ending everything's good okay because you know what i told you about the original how west didn't want that final scene yeah. of the mom getting pulled through the, win- the, the window door. yeah um so then they took the one aspect west craven didn't like about the original and pretty much just recreated it <laughs> it was know, so lame yeah it was I was like, when I saw it, I'm like, really? They really did that again? It's, it's just laziness. Like, I wouldn't, I don't necessarily mind them setting up a sequel, no. even though I wouldn't have wanted it, but maybe something more subtle. Yeah, like you hear, it's very you, tacky. You, you, you maybe hear his like claws somewhere as she's walking. You know, or maybe she doesn't know if she's just. 
if it really happened like mm-hmm. you know she'll all, always have that paranoia mm-hmm. maybe even before she goes to sleep you know because she's never going to go to sleep again the same way let's be honest right you know so but subtlety is not for you know a michael bay production <laughs> and that is the worst movie we covered so far yes it is <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah that the only bad movie so far, in my opinion. Like I said, it was time. Can't always do good movies. You can't always do bangers. Because you got to, you got. I think doing a movie like this really makes you appreciate the other movies a little more. It sure does. You no, know? <laughs> you never. <laughs> like if you not, if this never came out, you would never be like, wow, they did the first one so much better. And this movie maybe even helps the original. I mean, it didn't need the help, but <laughs> it I <didn't>. guess. <laughs> But that's why I'm never anti-remake because a remake never, you know, affects. The original is always there. Mm -hmm. So I say bring on the remakes. Let's just try harder than this one does. Let's try harder. And I think with with remakes too, you know, it might give uh, people new interest to old series. Like I, so I watched this with my roommate and he was, we were talking about, you know, this movie and. I told him like, oh, like you gotta watch the original. The original is really good. He's like, oh yeah, like after seeing this, I kind of really like want to watch the original. Did he like this movie? Uh, he fell asleep. So I'm gonna say it wasn't that good. <laughs> I believe it's fitting for the movie though. Yeah, I believe his quote was 3.5 out of 10 Z's. It's too high. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that is episode 13, not Friday 13, not but Nightmare on Elm Street. But yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. Yes, thank you to everyone who tunes in and listens. We appreciate each and every one of you. Oh, and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Horror Stands. Send us any messages, anything, things you like, things we could maybe Just do better. Just the stuff you like. Um, we, don't, <laughs> we don't do well with feedback. <laughs> no. uh, maybe if you have an idea for a movie we could do, let us know. Uh, we're lo- always looking for movies to watch. As I've said before, Steve's seen them all, so pick maybe something that he hasn't. Good luck. I'm sure there's something I haven't seen, so maybe we need to do that one time. That would be interesting. A deep cut. A real deep <laughs> one cut. One that you've seen and I haven't. Well, oh, that would be hard to find, though. Well, what was that um, Korean film that came out? It was like a few years ago, or maybe several years ago now. going to have to narrow it down for me. A oh, little. it was a huge hit in, over here in the States, too. Are you talking um, about Parasite? Parasite, yeah. Did you see that? I wouldn't call it horror, though. No, not real horror. Yeah, it was good. It was, it was good. a good movie. Okay, okay. well. Uh, I, I took Patreon. The Patreon wants to cover Parasite. <laughs> Patreon Parasite. I do want to do Showgirls one of these days, though. See, I keep getting that confused with the Netflix one. <laughs> Is there a Netflix Showgirls? No, the ne- the, re- the canceled uh, one with the kids. The one that Freddie would like. <laughs> the one, yes. <laughs> it's not Showgirls. But I gotta get that out of my head. I'm gonna I'm gonna show up and watch the wrong movie. <laughs> Steve, I can't believe you wanted to watch this. You watch Netflix's Showgirls, whatever it's called. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, thank you guys so much. We'll see you on the next one. <laughs>